this is Kelly Craywick. Welcome to the Coffee with Kelly podcast. Every morning, God downloads little tidbits of encouragement into my life, and I would like to share it with you. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, and let's take a moment to chat. Hey, so as I read back through, this is going to be Joe part five, the finale. Um, as I was reading back through um, the, the other chapters, I was back in chapter 41, and it's starting in verse one, and I believe it's through like 34. It talks about the uh, re- even, even large reptiles feared. And it's talking about how we fear large reptiles. And if you read in that scripture, it kind of go through 1 through 34 of, of chapter 41, you'll see that he's talking about an, uh, a reptile. He calls it a leviathan. And it, it's apparently, it sounds like he's talking about a dragon, which is very interesting. And I know I've heard, um, when I've heard some people argue creation and evolution, that's one of the things that a lot of people will ask is, you know, well, what about all these things? You know, they're not in the Bible. And so I just want to point that out to you, that that is one place that I know it mentions an animal that sounds very much like what, we, what we've seen as a dragon in mythology. So we know that it isn't, it's, there is truth to it and that someone took it and made it into something way beyond that. But anyway, I can get off on these rabbit holes so easily. <laughs> so I'm going to just jump back into what I'm supposed to be talking about. Um, in part four, I talked about questioning God. And after going back and reading through the conversation of Job and his friends, I am convinced that it's the relationship that we have with God that is most important. We have to be so careful that we understand who God is. Everything that we know about God comes from his word. And if we're not reading our Bibles daily, then we are neglecting our relationship with him. How do you truly know someone? You spend time with them, their family. You take time to listen to them. You do things together. That's the same way it is with our relationship with God. If we, if we don't spend the time, then the things we know are minimal. And I, I look at Job, and Job, man, he'd sacrificed to God. He sacrificed to God for things that his kids might have done. I mean, the man had a relationship with God. And then we've got his friends who obviously knew something about God because they all came to him and they were telling him, well, God says this and this is why this is happening and blah, blah, blah. And so they did have some knowledge, but I don't think that their relationship, and I say that because when I read through the 42nd chapter, I realize that, wow, you know, Job really was upright and blameless. There really was a difference between him and his friends. And what was that? And it was his relationship So, you know, we think we know because of the things that we've heard and we create in our minds an idea of who God is. But the truth is that a lot of people serve a God that they've created in their mind and they have no idea who the creator is. If we start in um, just kind of in chapter 42, verses seven through nine, well, and we'll go up even further in um, verse two. I know that you do all things, and no plan of yours can be thwarted. You asked, who is it that obscures my counsel without knowledge? Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things of too wonderful for me to know. And then in verse 4, he says, you said, listen now, I will speak, I will question you, and you shall answer me. My ears had heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Therefore... I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. 
That's God, Job's reply to God after God comes and tells him who he is. You know, just reminds him. And Job's like, man, I heard of you, God, but now I see you. I see you. I see you in everything. You know, that's what it is when we walk outside. We should see him in nature. We should see him in everything. And after the Lord had said these things to Job, he said to Eliphaz, I am angry with you and your two friends because you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. So now take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and sacrifice a burnt offering for yourselves. My servant Job will pray for you and I will accept his prayer and not deal with you according to your folly. You have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. He says that twice. So Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar did what the Lord told them, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. So God forgave them, and God forgave Job, just like he forgave Job. But he wanted them to know that they were wrong. The things they said were wrong. So now he's correcting them, and he's like, okay, now go to Job, and Job, you tell, you pray for them. And I'm sure like, if they're friends, you know, Job's going to like just speak into their lives and, and they're all going to come out of this talking about the amazing God that they serve. They're all going to have new insight now, right? And it says that Job's prosperity was restored in, in the 10th verse through the 17th verse of that chapter. And after Job had lived 140 years, he saw his children and their children to the fourth generation. And so he died old and full of years. So, and it even says that he had like, God gave him children. He gave him three daughters that were the most beautiful in the land. He doubled everything from the original amount that he had that he lost. He doubled it. He had double of everything. His family all came, his brothers, his sisters, they all came and they all got together and they all just loved on Job. And look at this, Job repented, right? He, he gave it all to God and God blessed him with twice as much. It doesn't take away from the pain he felt though, right? It doesn't answer all the questions. But God, give him your hurts today and rest in him and let him take you through the storm. Turn on some good worship music. Tell him how thankful you are to breathe, to have the breath in your lungs and praise him. Ask him to forgive you. God, forgive us today for the things that we've done. Forgive us for the doubt, God. Forgive us for the murmuring and the complaining. Forgive us for the um, the questioning, God. Forgive us for, for not appreciating things that we have and looking at the things that we don't. I pray today that if you do not have a real relationship with Jesus, a relationship that you put effort into, if you do not read your Bible daily, that you will begin today. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. Be blessed and encouraged.